This episode is brought to you by Consumer Voice, the premier hub for product reviews and ratings. Find detailed analysis of the best products in every category so you don't get burned on a bad purchase again. Head over to consumervoice.org to learn more. Here on Breakthrough Success, we are all about helping people achieve the breakthrough. And what does a breakthrough require? Well, it requires a lot of smart and hard work. It requires, in part, having the right people around you. But one of the things that it also requires is that you have to get out of being normal. Because in order to achieve a breakthrough, in order to achieve that big goal you are after, you have to do something that is more than what you've already done. You have to to match up to that level that you want to be at. You have to change yourself and not be afraid to uh, you know, be different from the crowd. So that's why in this episode, we're going to talk about how do we get out of this worry uh, of being normal, fitting in with the status quo, and how we can go from normalcy to having a more profitable business. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Our guest who joins us has been advising millionaire entrepreneurs over 20 years. She's the host of the groundbreaking Confession-Based GFR podcast. And in 2014, after 15 years in business, she got real with herself and dismantled her successful seven-figure business. Now she helps soulful entrepreneurs GFR so they can get out of their own way help more people, and make more money. And it all starts with ditching this desire to be normal and going beyond. So we are going to go beyond in this episode of Breakthrough Success with none other than Lisa Cherney. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. That was an awesome intro. I can't wait to help people not be normal. Lisa, it's a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And I do feel like so many people, they like, um, you have this idea of getting average results and average results come to people who do the same things that everyone else is doing. I think part of it is, you know, when people break out, when they start to do something extraordinary, like uh, you got some of their friends like pulling them back down, like, no, 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 like come back. And like, how do we get better at ditching the normal when we may be in an atmosphere that kind of encourages it? It's a great question. I think in addition to everything that you said, people also want to appeal to everybody. They, you know, we want to be liked, right? That is our natural inclination. Yeah, we don't want to, you know, turn anybody off. And in my experience in my 20 years, it's when we turn some people off that we're actually turning on the right people. <laughs> and I think that, I mean, so sometimes we can get more courageous um, to go out there and not be normal and be more of ourselves or, or take a risk if we know that the payoff actually will be the breakthrough. Yeah, and uh, there is this concept where, you know, you're the average of five people you spend most of your time with. And uh, we do talk about this. We talked about this a little bit on Breakthrough Success, also Ditch the Job, where uh, you have your friends. And these are like, for some people, like literally childhood friends. And you know that, you know, they're not like, like if you want to be like a millionaire or something, like your childhood friend is like the person who's like broke or something, like just to, just to throw that example out there. And I do feel like people struggle with this part. Like you got to turn off some relationships, but how do you handle it with like close friends on a deeper level, family members, because there could be different philosophies. So how do we approach it that way without anchoring ourselves either? Yeah, it's a great, another great question because I think that 
we, you know, want to have those tough conversations, you know, to tell somebody like, listen, I'm creating a podcast. It's going to say, it's going to be called Get and Real. So I'm going to be out there with using that word. And, you know, like I had to have this conversation with my kid, right? You know, like people don't look at me and be like, oh, you know, like, you know, so my kid like it has to, you know, and that was like a great person to start with. So I think we could say like, start with one person that you really like, you, you know, you still want them in your life, right? There, there is a high value. They're not just there because they've always been there. So that's the first thing that I would look mm, at, you know, point. like, right. So who do you still really want in your life? They contribute to you. You do feel like they're going to be with you, you know, over the long haul and, and kind of use that person even as like a testing ground. Like, let me come clean to this person. Let me be real with this person about what I want to do, what I want to say that feels risky. Um, and, and, and say it and, and, and really, you know, be real with them. And that's just a great baby step to start with. And so I remember I did that with my kid, you know, uh, my husband, he was all on board. He thinks the F word is, he's like, that's your Jersey coming out. You know, he, he loved that. But, um, but then there were other people that were in the outer rings of my circle where, you know, they were maybe not as totally accepting, but, um, once I got once I got past them, that I was able to really be more sort of public about, about the thing that I wanted to say that I thought people, you know, might get turned off. Um, but of course the, and I have seen the benefit mark people, the, my people, the people that I'm so really attract, I believe appreciate that. Maybe they may not even say it. That's the other thing is people don't have to completely a hundred percent agree. Just Kind of, some people don't even don't use that word and don't feel like they want to use it in their life. I'm using myself as an example, right? Of the not being normal, you know, but they say, you know what? I just really appreciate that about appreciate your self-expression. So, so just know that you actually don't even have to have everybody's approval. It's just, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's the people that get turned off that you actually want to turn off. And so take that baby step and talk to somebody that's close to you. Try it out. Yeah, and it's good to start with someone close to you. And there is a difference, as Lisa points out, between someone close to you and someone who's there just because they've always been there. So you do want to distinguish that difference before you go out and ask people because you don't want to ask the wrong person about an important life decision. So that's just something where you just got to know what role each person has in your life, know who are going to be the people who you know have the biggest impact on you. And it's interesting how Lisa says when she got really clear on this, you know, it's one of those things where you get some people saying, oh, no, I don't want anything to do with this person. But you got other people who's like, I love you even more now. And I feel like there are so many business owners who are just trying to be somewhere in the middle instead of just having, you know, some people not like them so much, but some people absolutely loving and adoring them. So I'm wondering if you could share with us just like how this has affected your business. Like what has been the difference between, uh, you know, Lisa Cherney before GFR and then after it came to be. So you shared in my intro that I've been um, mentoring six, seven figure entrepreneurs for 20 years. And this whole idea of don't worry about being normal, proper or polite. You know, this is now one of my 12 GFR commandments. And it came through because of me seeing this pattern over all these years of helping people that 
are on a mission, right? We're kind of unique if you're on a mission, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're not selling carpet, you know, <laughs> generally, you know, although I have worked with a great carpet salesman, you know, but you are putting yourself out there in some way, right? It's personal, you know, or it's your baby, something you created. And I noticed this pattern where people were afraid to really put themselves out there and they were watering down their marketing or they were hiding a little bit of themselves. And so, you know, that's why I, I, I made it a commandment and all 12 of them are just really about ways that I've seen my clients over the years get in their own way. You're right. Stuff that comes up and also what's been in my way. So um, I'm a great proponent of, of just, you know, really looking at yourself first as a way to create that breakthrough. And it's interesting on the path to a breakthrough. I mean, just, you know, ditching this as a need to be normal, like ignoring people and knowing who like, you know, doesn't like, you don't want them to have an impact on your life. All that stuff is really important. You did mention roadblocks though. So I'm wondering if you sure how can we get through the roadblocks? Because like, just like, you know, being confident enough to come out with your idea and like really embrace who you want to be is very powerful. But once we get on the start of that journey, there's just going to be roadblocks all over the place. So how do we overpower them and not let them slow us down? The first thing to do is to really see, is this roadblock a skill that's missing or is this roadblock me? <laughs> mm. And, you know, I... I have evolved my business and the way I serve people multiple times in my 20 years. I just want to give everybody permission. You can change, <laughs> you know, who you're, who you're working with and how it shows up. You know, I started my business as consciousmarketing.com, So it was very much focused on marketing and now it's, and I've always helped people get out of their own way so they can market and be who they want. But now I'm just really claiming that, 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 that space, the space before maybe you get out there in a big way with your marketing or your sales or whatever it is. And so I find that that is such a great distinction when I start working with people is like, is what in your way? Like, Oh, you don't know how to have a one-on-one -on -one selling conversation. Oh, you don't know how to create a group program. Oh, you don't know how to do a Facebook ad or you know, create a Facebook group. Like there's these skills. And then there's where are you, where have you made those investments or have those skills and you're not using them, right? So then you kind of go, oh, maybe it's me. And you turn your camera on your phone, your iPhone around, you know, and you know, it's pointing it at yourself. It's like, oh shoot. Like, I, you know, I thought it was these skills, but look, now I kind of have the, the stuff with the formula and the blueprint, but I'm still, you know, I'm still not doing the thing. And so that's step one. Is it, is it a skill or is it, is it me? Um, and if it's not a skill, then it is you. And then, you know, my 12 GFR commandments, I call it a roadmap for getting real because it is, a, it isn't about doing all 12. It is about seeing which one, what, what is, what is the roadblock you're facing right now? Are you worrying about being normal, you know, or is it something else? And it's very interesting how Lisa says, you know, it could be skill-based, like, you know, if you don't, know how to do a podcast, like, you know, a five day podcast, mini course, something like that can help you develop the skill. But if it's something where you've gone through it and you've learned stuff and it's still not happening, that's different. Like me, for instance, like when it came to Instagram for quite a while, like this finger is going only in one direction and it's right here. So that's like the uh, big reason Instagram wasn't working for me, but now I've started to get more active on it, applying and also hiring a virtual assistant to help me out with some of the posting because um, I, I think a big issue with this is also time. So uh, for some of the people who maybe feel a little time strapped, I mean, 
hiring an assistant can help, whether it's Fiverr or somewhere else. But I think part of it is Lisa really hits on a great point. Like you learn something really insightful and honestly taking action on it is abnormal. So how can we get better at maybe we hired the coach or we go through the book or training course? Like how do we take action on what we're learning? Totally. Like one of the other GFR commandments that has come up for me a lot when it comes to like forgiving myself for making a past investment that I haven't used, right, is commandment number 11, which is embrace you're not the same person you were when you made those mistakes and they will not repeat. And the, the confession question. So each of these commandments has a confession question. I actually haven't brought it up for number three, the don't worry, which is where am I not speaking my truth? So that's a good one. For number 11, it's what past mistakes are causing me self-doubt now. So do you have self-doubt around maybe getting help in an area where, where you need it? Because you, in the past, you've tried to get help and it didn't work. So, but really acknowledging, I'm not that same person. I learned something from that. I'm not that same person. I have evolved. And so I need to not let that past mistake cause me self-doubt now. So that's kind of a good diagnostic. Like, is there something coming up for me that's keeping me from taking the action and getting the support I need, whether it is in a skill or whether it is me getting in my own way and I need support with that? <laughs> and it's really interesting when you frame it that way because it's detaching the past from the present. I think yes. when people look at something that they haven't done for a while, they just carry that as part of their identity. They say, uh, I haven't uh, done X for years and this is just, you know, like another week later and it's like just the same narrative, same scripts, it's your identity. Uh, but to really detach it, to say like, okay, this is my past mistakes, but I'm a new me at this moment because of this stuff and uh, this stuff doesn't define me. And I do feel like we have to get better at detaching ourselves from past mistakes so we don't really carry them like you know like they don't drag us and we are able to correct course i totally agree and going back to your point about the people we surround ourselves with we need to make sure there aren't people around us that are holding us in the past you know my husband and i are going to be married 25 years this month and we have like this pack now where we're like we cannot refer to anything in the past we can't say oh you've done that before or oh i know that about you it's like we're really aware how easily we can keep each other from evolving by you know it's nice to have that history right but it's another thing when that when when somebody is is keeping you from really being a new person hmm. like there is a difference between saying uh like you know like you did this before mistakes were made this is what we could do next time versus you made this mistakes like why you actually think it's going to be different so there are different ways to look at it. and if you look at it the former way uh where you are looking at it okay how can i correct that's going to help you power through uh you know when you do face some challenges which are part of any person's journey absolutely and i've noticed mark that there's the word shame is so relevant now, particularly this conversation, but now in the, in the world that we're living in, and that keeps us in the past, right? We, we're regretful. We're hiding. There's something that we feel is not okay about us. And, you know, I'm all about confessions. My show is straight talk and confessions from successful soul for entrepreneurs. Like I'm, I'm all about the power of, of telling the truth and speaking the truth and how healing it is when you can go, you know what, that was the past. 
I am a different person and I'm going to choose differently going forward. And I'm going to allow myself and the people around me are going to allow me and my clients are going to allow me to evolve. And I mean, it's one of those things where a big part of it, again, is who you surround yourself with. And we did talk about, you know, turn off the relationships that aren't working, but you do have to replace those relationships with other people. It's like one of the big things that people do is, you know, they stop surfing TV and they replace it with surfing YouTube. So it's like, you didn't really, you just replace one bad habit for the other and that could go for people (laughs) as well. So I feel like to some people it could look like, you know, like magic, how like someone just suddenly gets connected with so many people or blows up online, but there is a lot of behind the scenes work to that. So how can we get better at surrounding ourselves with people who are going to level us up? I think the first step is being honest with what we need, right? So remember, you know, step one was like, is it a skill? Is it, is it, am I missing a skill or is it me? And if you can get real that it's you, it's like, okay, who do I need to surround myself with? This is actually why I started the GFR squad when I started my show. Cause I was like, you know what? I think people that are wanting to GFR are going to want to hang out together, you know, and be in a, in a culture, in a, in a space where confessions and admitting and, and, and being real and letting go of shame is, is, is just normal, <laughs> you know, part of, you know, part of our normalcy. And I did a monthly, we do a confession call mark. And yesterday was about number 11 about those past mistakes. And oh my God, it was so profound. And I, and I kept, and I said to one person, I said, you admitting that what you just shared is actually like the first step to you using that story on the stage in your marketing, yeah. like using that vulnerability to show people like I have been there. And that is such a powerful um, tool we can use is our vulnerability and to, to get more vulnerable with ourselves first and then, and then be able to use it to relate more to our clients, to claim as a skill. Like I actually really trust people that have like really messed up <laughs> and been through a lot of struggle. Like that's the best credential in my opinion. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to see those transformations unfold and to be that beacon of hope, like that example for someone, I mean, that's a big part of what being vulnerable is all about and to really be able to uh, showcase those stories, get those stories out of people. I mean, that's a very valuable skill and allows people to really get real with themselves and about who they want to impact. And I know Lisa, you are all about that with the GFR branding, the whole community. So uh, with that in mind, where can we go to keep following your work and journey? Sure. So the first thing I would love people to to invest themselves in is to, to see which GFR commandment is the one that's going to give them the biggest breakthrough right now. So go to gfr.life forward slash 12 C. So one, two, and the letter C to grab your copy of the GFR commandments. And then I give you like a two minute process for how to kind of skim them and see which is the one for you right now. And that's a great first step. And of course the show, you know, search it up. I'm, I'm wherever you're listening to Mark. I'm, I'm there. Um, the GFR show and and if if you're interested in the squad, you know you can check that out too at gfr.life forward slash squad. You know to to deliberately put yourself into surra- surrounding yourself with people that are up to what you're up to, um, and I, that's really where the magic happens. So I'm I'm in there too, gfring all over the place, <laughs> especially now. It's just like oh my gosh, like we just all need to be more real. I mean that's the invitation that we're being we're being given right now. This craziness. <laughs> 
So, I mean, I feel like this has been a really powerful interview for people who want to get real with themselves and about the work they can do and about the difference they want to make. So Lisa's all about that. We've covered that in detail. Links will be in the show notes to keep following her work and journey. Once again, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much, Mark.